Blog Talk Radio. In a world where the Constitution is under attack, one team of patriots stands up to fight for what's right with courage, strength, truth, and justice. Backed by popular demand and broadcasting live via the internet, this is the world-famous Rage Against the Regime, bringing you hard-hitting exclusive interviews and covering the topics the mainstream media doesn't dare to touch. Here are your hosts, Bobby Who's the Man and Becky Williams. Welcome to Rage Against the Regime Radio. I am your host, Bobby Woods, the man. And along with me, as always, my trusty sidekick, Becky Williams. Hey, Becky, hello. Hey, brother, how are you doing today? You know, I'm doing pretty good, sis. I'm just, you know, one of those things, still on my work truck, making lots of noise, rattling down the road. But, you know, when, uh, when you got important shows... To do like today, you know, it, 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 you know, making a little bit of noise is a, you know, just a small cost to pay, I guess. Absolutely, man. I'm with you. I'm on the highway, stuck in work traffic, trying to get back. Well, I guess, I guess you're sounded just like I am. So that's that's uh, two of us making all kinds of noise. But uh, just so everybody knows, um, today we have a very, very special guest with us. Um, our most sought-after guests, I must say, and people send me emails and, you know, and send us messages all the time asking us, hey, when are you going to bring Tom back? When's Tom coming back? Hey, you know, you need to bring him back on. He's a very, very busy man, especially right now with all the things that are going on security-wise, with all the things that are going on with the weather, with the earthquakes, with the volcanoes going crazy. No need to say any more about that. This is our very special guest, Tom Lucio from Bunker Report. Welcome aboard, brother. Hey, Bobby. Hey, Becky. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, man, I pushed the hell out of you. Welcome back. <laughs> it's been a it's been a while. <laughs> been a minute. Well, you know, yes, I, I guess I guess we might as well get down to the nitty gritty and start really getting into it. I mean, you know. Um, lots of reports coming out, um, you know, tons of reports coming out of a lot of things that are happening, you know, weather-wise, um, earthquakes, they're trying to hide, you know, all of the, uh, you know, they're trying to hide all the reports from us. Then Sean on uh, Bunker Report today talked about some kind of leak that's going on at a, um, at a radiation center in California. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Let's, you know, let's figure out where you want to start. You know, Bobby, there, you know, like, like you said, I mean, we could sit here probably till midnight tomorrow night and wouldn't cover half of what's really going on out here. It's, um, it, I mean, you, you would have to be, I've, I think I've said this a long time ago, but, but you would have to be some, somewhat borderline sociopathic to not be alarmed at everything, you know, that, that we're seeing out here. And uh, still, you still, yet and still, you have people that are that are down in Houston, Texas right now, standing in five feet of flood water, holding their chin up, saying nothing's going to happen. <laughs> I, I right. It's Absolutely. just amazing. Absolutely. Well, look at Houston. 
you know, if you want to talk about Houston, Becky, and I, I'm not, I'm, we can kind of hear you in the background. If you could do the same that I'm doing whenever we're not talking, maybe mute, probably make things a little bit easier. Uh, but like in Houston, Texas, you know, look at all the standing water that they have and the floods and everything. In uh, in Houston, I posted a picture yesterday, and uh, that, that's pretty crazy. I mean, we're looking at catastrophic events going on right now that are like biblical. Yes, yeah, and uh, and and unfortunately, the news is, or the latest news is, it's it's only going to get worse. And one of the main problems is you have all these, you have a lot of scientists out here that have been raising the red flag for years and years, and they're holding their hands up. And they don't even know what's going on. They're compiling so much data that it's just all a mystery to them because things are changing so fast. And they're like, they, you know, there's things they're reporting that they don't even understand. So, I mean, that's, that's when you really know that you've got some serious problems coming up the road. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let me ask you a question. You know, a lot of people talk about the 188-day thing. A lot of people are talking about the solar flares. A lot of people are just saying that, you know, it's just, you know, things that happened over time, you know, and and we should have been expecting this all along. I mean, where where do you go from there? You you know, uh, well, I'm just going by by a statement I heard the other day where we're going to start seeing natural disasters on a level that we've never recorded in history or never seen in history before, to that much I'd have to disagree. You know, there are uh, there are what you would call natural variations in an Earth cycle, and that involves everything. But also, what is, is there a such thing? That's one of the questions I have. And I've talked to a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of people that are way more knowledgeable than I'll ever be in this, in this subject is, you know, there's natural Earth variations, but are there natural solar system variations? I mean, who knows that? Who knows that kind of thing? Who has that pegged down? I don't think really anybody does. I think there's so many things that are changing at a rapid pace. What is, what is it? Um, you know, you get to a certain point of knowledge, and you think you know it all, and then all of a sudden you, you learn a little more and you, you break through, and then you start learning all this this whole variety of of new information that you never thought was possible before. I believe that's what's happening now. And there's a lot of governments and there's just, they're, they're shaking in their boots. I mean, they really are because they don't know what to expect. They're trying to be, uh, how can I say this, proactive. And I know there's a lot of people that believe, you know, that, you know, the uh, Red Cross and, well, maybe not not so much the Red Cross, but, you know, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, you know, oh, they're all against us and everything. But this is a, kind of a global issue here where they have family too. And if the ship sinks, you know, their family is going to sink with them. But they don't have the resources. They, they, they just don't. I foresee here real soon where they're going to, you're going to see all the volunteer stuff coming out. They're going to be posting everywhere for volunteer. They might already have been. I mean, I, I don't know about that. But that's a question I have, Bobby, for anybody that may be listening and is knowledgeable on that. Is there, so, is there like, solar system type of variations that, that's kind of the same regards as Earth, natural Earth-occurring variations? That's, yeah, it's, that's the question. Okay, now you have a lot of friends 
that work like at Utah, you know, scientists, stuff like that? Did you have friends that have been out at Yellowstone, you know, doing their own, you know, research and stuff like that? Um, I don't know how much you can get into about the meeting that you had yesterday since you brought up FEMA. I'll just, you know, stick with that for right now. Um, I know that you had a sit-down meeting with somebody yesterday. How much of that can you tell us about? Well, pretty much what I what I what I disclosed in the video that a lot of people have uh, partaken in and watched and shared all over the place, which you know is a good thing because it's it's alerting people and getting people aware of what's really going on out here. Um, one thing I can say, which I said I wouldn't say it and talk about it unless it was a private private messaging, but this guy's opsec was was unbelievable. I met with two different individuals before I ever even went to his place. Um, and that's another thing. A lot of people said, well, well, how did you get into a meeting? You know, and, you know, people always, uh, what do you say, uh, they stereotype you. You know, they see tattoos, whatever, and they, they automatically stereotype you. But, you know, you, like you, Bobby, you take you, me, anybody else, you put, them in a, you put them in a shirt tie and you can pretty much get in anywhere. But I wasn't at the meeting. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to tell a lot of people. I was not at a meeting with the Federal Emergency Management Agency. This information was relayed to me by someone else who has a family member that works there. So that's that's where a lot of people got confused on that one. But uh, what more can I disclose on that? Not not a whole lot, but except for what I did disclose already. But we're looking at, you know, what like they said, that the one thing that got me going was the uh, major separation of landmass. That, that, really, that really got my attention, and it got me going. The... Uh, Natural disasters on a level like we've never seen before in history. I'm telling you, FEMA is shaking in their boots right now. They have no idea what they're going to do. Could you imagine being the director right now or and even being in the Department of Homeland Security and having to face all this mess? I mean, <laughs> man. Okay, we got a caller, um, a girl named sure. Karen, woman named Karen from Puerto Rico, um, okay, if you could just bring her in, please. Karen, hello. Welcome aboard. Karen, are you with us? Yes, I'm right here. Thank you for having me. There you go. Welcome aboard. Say hi to Tom. Um, it's my first time listening to your show, but I follow Tom on um, YouTube. And I have a question for him. I know that... Um, I don't, you know, message him that much, but I did listen to his FEMA video yesterday, and I wanted to ask him, um, how does he think, because the island has been so quiet, there's no type of news over here coming from the United States. It's very rare that you hear anything that's going on over there. As far as the island is concerned, it's very, very quiet, okay? It's like nothing is happening. Like we're, it's like we're not even part of the United States. Okay, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask him, how does he feel that this, whatever is going to happen to the United States, how is directly or indirectly going to affect Puerto Rico, since we are part of FEMA um, Region 3? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I, and to be honest with you, I, I didn't hear anything mentioned as far as Puerto Rico. Uh, but what, from what I'm hearing, I mean, just what I'm hearing for the United States alone, where they're shaking in their shoes, I mean, it, there's no way that it could be just isolated. That's just my opinion. 
that I don't believe that any kind of natural disasters or nat- or some kind of phenomenon with the weather, even earthquakes, you know, it's uh, I, I don't think that would be isolated to just the United States. I think what's going on is this: they were basically briefing at this briefing. They were they were talking to their people who are in charge of you know, just national here in the United States. But whatever's going on, just my opinion. But I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's global. You're going to start seeing events all over the place. I mean, they called this briefing after the earthquakes over there in Japan. So, because the, like I say, these scientists before had their hands up. They've been waving a red flag for years, and now people are finally starting to listen. You know, may I interject something since you brought up Japan? This is Becky. Um, I understand that Japan's landmass has actually shifted with this last earthquake. Do you know anything about that? I heard about that. I did I did hear something about that the other day and that's uh yeah, that's that's very uh that's very startling. I mean, has anything like that ever happened before? Not to my I've knowledge. Never seen, I've never heard of it. No. Yeah. No, I've never I've never seen a, a continent, an entire landmass that size, um, move by quake. I, I've never, I've never witnessed that. Now, some, ahead, somebody I'm did sorry, send me. Caller. Yeah, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I actually, um, I wanted to ask you one more thing. Um, why are they censoring Yellowstone? I mean, it, wouldn't it be a little bit more smart that people know what's going on so they can prepare? But it seems like they want to catch people off guard. And I have, like, a really bad feeling that now we can't even really view the cameras because they're not, they're not up to date. So I kind of, you know, I, I moved out of New York City about a year ago, and I moved down to the island for many reasons. But I'm still keeping up with what's going on over there. But I kind of find it, like, really suspicious that they, they're not releasing any information when if something does happen with Yellowstone, it's going to affect more than just where Yellowstone is. Thank you for uh, thank you for asking and bringing that up, Karen. That's that's a very good point, and I was hoping to get to that in this show here. And what it is is uh, supposedly now I got attacked over this and all kinds of different stuff from different areas where I'd never been attacked before, I never would have thought I'd have been attacked. But supposedly they switched their equipment over. Okay, to me, I believe that was just a cover story. I think that was a cover story because they are censoring data, and this comes straight from the mouth of a guy that I know down. See, I used to have a guy years ago. His name, he was an elder. He was an, he was an older guy. His name was John. And he used to have his own equipment out there doing stuff. Well, he got out of there and left. He hasn't, he hasn't done anything in probably over a year and a half. But the other guy that I have there, uh, John talked to him and he said, Hey Tom, I'm not going to leave you hanging. You talk, you can report to this guy and he'll, you know, this, that, and the other. So, this guy is saying that everything they have now is on a delay. The cameras are on a delay, the information coming out of there, and people are fighting tooth and nail on this, but it, it's it's just the simple truth. They can't hide big ones. You know, if there's a 6.0 at Yellowstone today, they're not going to be able to hide that very well. Um, but they can, they can, like, keep the data logged so it's, it's, it's backlogged. Uh, but what will be the purpose like of form, doing that, Tom? I know. Well, there's there's just a lot of, you know, on the it's panic, you know, and then you have what is it? Uh, what I tell a guy the other day, you have people out there with vested interests in that area, 
You have a lot of people with vested interests. Anytime you start messing around with people's money or anything that they're vested in, and they think it could scare people, then yeah, they 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 attack you, shut you down. Uh, another thing too is just just mass panic. A lot of people are waking up to the fact that things are changing, and it could affect them every day, any day. I agree. I agree. We live in an unpredictable world. I'm sorry. Uh, we live in a very unpredictable world, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, and they're, they're, that's the only way we're going to find things out is by doing investigation on our own, uh, you know, networking, talking to people, getting people talking, getting people talking with us. Uh, you know, we're far gone are the days where we run around like a bunch of crazy people where people say, you know, the, the people back in the day that called us conspiracy theorists are now stepping up to the podium saying, hey, these people were right. <laughs> I mean, we're facing some different times here. Um, but here's something that may, if this eases your mind at all, uh, in that new map that this guy showed me that they was they had at the briefing in FEMA, and it was a rough draft on my end. I was trying to remember the areas. But it looked like they were setting up relief efforts around by Yellowstone. So I, I can't figure on on them setting up relief efforts there if they figured it was going to go. I, I don't know. That's just one thing that kind of eases my mind about Yellowstone right now. All right, Karen, we appreciate the call. And, uh, thank you. you know, and, and thank you for calling in. Um, thank you. Have another call. Tom, Tom, keep right. up the good work, okay? You're doing Thanks a wonderful so work. Thanks so and much. Thank you, you so take much care. for having me. You have a good one. Bye. All right, thanks for calling in. Bye-bye now. All right, we have uh, Jay on the line. Jay, come on in. What's happening? Uh, hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah, thanks. I just had a, a question and a comment. I remember you guys, you mentioned Homeland Security, and I don't know if you remember back in 2013, Janet Reno actually, I'm not sure if it's Janet Reno or someone else, but the, whoever the no, head Paul of the Homeland Security, <laughs> she actually retired yeah. and specifically cited she expected some sort of, you know, natural disaster or something like that. <laughs> kind of strange. That was Janet Napolitano, yes. I do recall mm-hmm. that. And she mentioned something about the power grid, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she said the power grid and that, like, people should prepare for some kind of impending disaster. And I thought that was quite odd. And now, like, a couple yeah. of years later, that all this stuff is going on. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's And it seems like it's just been a continuing, just things have been just, Escalating and it's been like a cascade effect. It's it's just nonstop. Every single day we have something going on. Yeah, and like this this recent bout of earthquakes, the really scary thing is that it's been all along the ring of fire. I remember I watched this video by a guy BP Earthwatch, and like the only mm-hmm. places that haven't gone off significantly in the ring of fire are the places in America. Just making me wonder: is it just a matter of time? Is there some sort of I don't know? Technology that's being used to delay it. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, that Cascadia over there is still locked up, and I, I just, I fear that any day I'm going to wake up and they're just, it's going to be a disaster over that way. And you're talking a tsunami heading towards Japan. I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, what do they call them, the like the uh, graphs where it shows the what would happen if when the Cascadia goes. Oh man, it's just going to be a mess. That's going to be yes. a nightmare. 
like a 200-foot wave and almost like every direction from that side. That's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in serious trouble when Russia is announcing the cataclysmic uh, disaster that is brewing in the Yellowstone area and our own government and meteorologic uh, uh, forecasters are just not hitting it. I'm with the caller out of, uh, out of where was she, Puerto Rico, Karen. You know, you have to question that. You really do have to question it. And I think you hit the nail on the head, Tom, when you're talking about investors and foreign investment interests in that area. And uh, we have several... Uh, situations where we have our own government uh, having uh, s- selling off the land to foreign interests for uh, the resources for the uranium and the the gold and the copper and the nickel and it, it's just a whole cluster I won't say the word but you know what I'm talking <laughs> about uh, where they put a monetary value above the lives of the people you know it, it, it's very disturbing Absolutely. You said it best right there. They put a monetary value, absolutely, over the lives of human beings. That is true. That is so true. You know, and that's, that's the problem nowadays. That's a big problem is that people don't really understand what true wealth is all about. You know, true wealth has absolutely nothing to do with money. True wealth is us right here, right now. We're all networking. We're all talking. We're all engaged. We're being human beings. Forget about money. Forget about all this materialism and everything else. We all need to get together, and we need to stick together. It just amazes me. You said I'm out here. Hey, uh, don't mean to cut you off there, Tom. Jay, if you no, have anything okay. else, we, we'd be more oh, yeah. than happy to answer anything else um, because we, we have callers, like, going crazy right now. Um, we, I just had one more tons question. Of people. Okay. Right. Tom, I just wanted to know if your contacts – during that meeting, if he gave you any sort of potential time frame? Yeah, there was no Yeah, there was no type of uh, I, I was given no type of time frame or any date or anything of that nature, but the way I, I told somebody the other day, the way I look at it is they're not going to be setting up uh, relief efforts anywhere for something that's going to happen 20 years from now. So, I'm, right. you know, I'm I'm you know, we don't worry. We're, we're not the kind of people that worry or live in fear. You know, we just sit and wait and we watch. You know, we're we're just we just stay at the ready. You know, you're ready for anything, any day, any time, and that's the way it be. That way you live happy. You know, you're not worried. But yeah, something's up. <laughs> but no, no time. Like that. Of course, I didn't get anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but you can't you can't live in fear either. I mean, you got to live your life as it happens and just you know, like you said, stay at the ready and try to have you know, as many means for preparation as you can. I mean, you, you can't go on through life, you know, worried if it's going to happen today or tomorrow. I mean, we all know something's going to happen. It may not even happen in our lifetime, you know. I But but, but we know that's not the case. Yeah, it's like it's already happening in our lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thanks for taking my call. I'll uh, let you go on to the callers now. All righty, thanks for calling, Jay. Uh, next on the line, we have Deborah. How are you doing, Deborah? Very well. How how are you all today? Very well. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I just wanted to touch base. I appreciate everything, Tom, that you do. I 
I just became a subscriber not very long ago. Um, I just wanted to say, I think each one of us have our own times and awakening. Mine was about seven or eight years ago, and I never was, you know, as far as one of those people that looked at, oh, my gosh, doom and gloom and all that. I'm an optimist. Uh, and all of a sudden, it was, like, really heavy in my heart that something was coming. It was like, what? You know, what is this? And it got more. It has gotten more entailed, and so, of course, that's where I search on you know, as far as the people that are speaking the truth, and, of course, YouTube. And one of you was, uh, was as far as you, Tom. And um, I appreciate that a whole lot. I was going to ask you, um, as far as the information that you're getting, is it, do, you, do you see with some of the, the evidence that you have looked at or heard that it's coming from, and I don't want to sound like a crazy person because I've just started kind of being drawn to this, we are a huge universe, and we sit on this little bitty dot. Could it be galactically and, you know, and I think you know what I'm talking about as far as, like, uh, galactically being pulled or something for all our weather events and the things that are happening, uh, which is making the elite go crazy because they have no control of that. What do you think about that? You know, I, I think you're really on to something there. And, you know, like I just talked about that at the beginning of the show. It's, you know, we know about natural earth, like earth variations, but what, we don't know anything about the solar system and, like you said, like galactic type of activity. And, right. you know, it's it's possible that they don't either, and that is what's driving them crazy. Right. Uh, as, far as, as far as that having an effect on us and our weather patterns, I mean, yeah. I would be I would be lying to you to sit here and say that uh that it wouldn't. I mean it would have to have. Everything around us has to right. have some type of effect. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. as if we leave our house and we go a st- I, I always have this theory too about a step to the left and a step to the right. You know, if I if mm-hmm. I would have took a step to the left, you know, sometime in the past, uh, we probably wouldn't be on the phone right now. You you just never exactly. know. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But right. yeah, it's uh but I don't know. Things are changing really fast. There are so Very many fast. people out here that are like uh, you got Ben over at Suspicious Observers. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but oh, yeah, he runs absolutely. the channel. And yeah, every morning he does the solar thing. And, and man, I mean, it's a little uh, <laughs> it's a little scientific for me. It takes me about <laughs> another hour afterwards to digest everything he's talking about. Very intelligent right. man. But exactly. uh, just look at what he presents that is affecting us from just the sun. It's it's amazing. I just do yeah. the best I can and give the information I have and tell love people. Hey, you got to do what you what you can do with it, or as far as you know. <laughs> when I put stuff out, that's about as far as I know. I guess. <laughs> well, I, I, I appreciate everything you do because with all the people that give stuff out, it becomes like you said a network to where we can be very well informed and very well rounded. So we we can be prepared to be vigilant. And I appreciate you very much, Tom, and thank you very much. This is the first time I've ever uh, came on to rage uh, against the, oh, my gosh, the what is regime. It? What am I on? <laughs> regime, hello. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate y'all very much, and I will subscribe. So thank you very much for having me on. Yep, All right, thank you for calling. Bye-bye. All righty. Next we have Christine. Hello, Christine. Welcome aboard. Hi. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am, we can. Okay. 
uh, on that map of the setup, would you say that it is probably outside a 100-mile range from Yellowstone Park or inside it? You know, from where I looked at that map, I, I don't know. It was coming down from, like, through uh, Idaho down towards Montana, and it kind of stopped, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to just remember out of my mind here. I thought as you were saying as, something that went as far as uh, Colorado and through Wyoming and Colorado, like maybe it's looping over the bottom end of Wyoming into Colorado. It, yeah, and it came down towards what, like towards like Arizona over there? And it, yeah, New Mexico. Well, what I'm thinking you know, is if they, if they are expecting it to go and they're positioned outside the kill zone, then they're going to be in the hot ash zone that they figure they can handle. And also the positioning of stuff is so it's generally so it's not in the disaster area, but to go then bring it the stuff into an uh, area a little farther away where the people would be needing it, the ones who are actual survivors. So they might be expecting it to go, or they might not be. They might be buying the the um, thousand year type propaganda themselves, or they might be expecting it to go. And being on the edge of the kill zone, um, given all the mountains also that are there and gullies, um, that could affect the flow of a pyroclastic thing. So that it's like you know they might have some natural barrier they're also exploiting on that side. I don't know, um, but it um, if it's close to the kill zone but not right in it, um, they could be expecting one way or another. I've been noticing that the steam is is blowing dark a lot. And one time a uh, geyser eruption was really dark all the way through it, which is unusual. Usually it's a mix of, of or goes white during the eruption. Though I did see, uh, I think I saw a video thumbnail that showed it very dark from two years ago. But it's obviously getting uh, more and more volcanic ash mixed in with that water. Yeah, I'm, as far as the 100-mile thing, uh, you know, I'm no cartographer or anything like that. So I, I would be lying to you if I said, yes, ma'am, uh, you know, two, four, five, ten uh, thousand feet, you know, here, there, and the other. I, I, yeah, I'm not, I don't know that much about it. We've been dissecting the map uh, for a couple, for, since yesterday, and I just, I, I can't give you an exact you know, location or anything like that. I can't right. say exactly well, how many I'm miles. I'm speculating myself. Yeah, I'm just myself. Gotcha. All righty, Christine, we appreciate you calling unless you have something else because we've got yeah. probably, I don't know, I, I can't even tell you how many people with questions right now. <laughs> okay, bye. All righty, thank you for calling in. Uh, next we have Carl. Carl, you're next up to bat. Yeah, hello, guys. It's a pleasure. It's an honor, uh, honest pleasure to even convey anything to you, Mr. Lupso. You're a very wise man. You need to overlay three different maps. The blowout field from Yellowstone, the projected uh, layout for the new Madrid quake event, and then lay out what they laid out for where the pre-staging areas are going to be for FEMA. And you might get a good match. And then overlay where they've shut down all the Walmarts in basically the center, southern part of the country. You're going to be very surprised how much they all kind of line right up. If Yellowstone wow. goes, it's going to nail. It's, it's going to trigger New Madrid. It's probably also going to trigger California. You know that. 
the least little I'm thing is going to cause any one of those. But lay I'm those three out, you're going to be looking for a good longer. match. Wow, that's very no. interesting, Carl. Hey, Carl, I don't yeah. know if you have, I don't know if you're on Bunker Report or anything like that, but can you message me that? I will. That information. But I just caught a couple okay. clips in the last couple days, and uh-huh. those maps and what you showed the other day, buddy, you could almost lay them on top of each other. Wow. Yes. The closed-down Walmarts are all in the New Madrid area where you are sending FEMA, where FEMA is supposedly going, are pre-staging areas for the New Madrid, and they also could be a backup for Yellowstone. Because anything towards Yellowstone, if Yellowstone goes, the New Madrid will kick in gear. It's also going to trigger California, and everybody knows this. Maybe this is why they're so nervous. Wow. All I can say is and wow. Yellowstone's wow. been bubbling. You, you know and I know. You shake up a bottle of Coke and you pop the top, what happens? All these quakes mm-hmm. around the world are shaking Yellowstone up right now. Mary Greeley, of all people, and I do watch her as well, uh, she's a decent person. She's sure. showing yeah. a lot of good points with what's going on. She's right on ball with it. It's her little pet peeve, Yellowstone. And that's her little thing, her, you know. Uh, it is what it is with her, but... Me and her butted heads before a couple times, but hey, we all do, you know. I but know. Hey, we network. And we network. It is what it is. You're for she's apologizing a, and standing up like you did the other day for anything you had person. between you. Mm-hmm. She's good people. There's no doubt yes. about it. Also, she may still be mad at me, but that's okay. I hope she's listening. Call in. <laughs> she brought Are you up talking a about point. Mary? Tom, you talking about Mary? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hey, there's one other thing. She brought this up a while ago. She put a compass up in the corner of her room showing how it's been shifting. I've noticed in the last week since these quakes have kicked in, I live in a heavily wooded area away from lights. I have a beautiful sky almost every clear night. My Big Dipper is not sitting where it usually does anymore. Now instead of being at 9.30, 10 o'clock on the horizon... It's dead nuts at midnight over my head. And two nights ago, the son of a gun was flipped 180 over. Now, that's not normal transitioning. Carl, I have to agree with you. I live in a, I live in a very rural area myself, and I, got, I, got, I lost my waypoint last week when I was in the woods. And this yes. was before the quakes. I, yeah, I actually well, got lost. <laughs> the sky shifts during the course of the year. But that's the course of a year, not in a matter of one night. That's right. That's right. Yes. Also, there was a guy, WSO, Steve Olson. He said he's seen, because he's down south, the other night he reported it, he showed it on YouTube. He didn't show it, but he explained it because he didn't get a camera picture of it. He watched a complete moon phase flip that should not happen. The, The moon was dark on one side, halfway up the horizon, and then on the other side it flipped over and was dark on the opposite side. Now, you tell me that's not messed up. Carl, you are, you are full of some serious information, brother. I hope you keep in touch with me over at YouTube and over at Bunker Report. I will. I'll go friend, to the Bunker Report. Facebook. Shoot me a friend friend request at Facebook, too, man, at my personal page. Go for it. You are full with of some serious information. With your name that you got typed up. I would um, love to because I, 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 yep. I got a phenomenal, basically a photographic memory, but you wouldn't believe what I've compiled in the last couple of years. It's a mosaic of pictures, but let me tell you, it's not a pretty mosaic. No, 
Now, that's why I love doing this stuff, Bobby. You see, <laughs> man, we we need to network more often, all you guys. Well, you know what? Stay on the phone here, Carl. Uh, yes. I want to bring Char- I want to bring Charlie in. Charlie thinks that we're a bunch of nut jobs. Come on in, Charlie. Talk to us. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's not what I said. What I said was, how does he deal with the fact that people think he's a nut job? Because I think the same way he does, and everybody looks at me like I'm friggin' nuts. Yeah, they think I'm nuts. It's not even funny. Okay, I mean, sorry. Uh, they, 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 and I got a brother-in-law who says, this stuff's been going on for millions and millions of years. Well, I understand that, but people weren't there, weren't, weren't there millions and millions years ago. Yeah, and you know what? Every major incident that's ever happened on our planet has almost always been cataclysmic. Well, people don't realize, really or honestly, what cataclysmic means. That basically is the worst-case scenario of the Bible. You know, just like that movie Armageddon, where Billy Bob Thornton there, whatever you want to call him, Bruce Willis asked him, why isn't he telling the people? Because basically it will be a total combobulation and destruction of basically social services and everybody. People are going to be just total nut jobs. And guess what? There's going to be no normalcy of anything. It's an open season pass for people to be shitheads, basically. And that's what they don't want. Carl, make contact with us, us, Carl, so maybe we can bring you in on the next show. And, uh, you know, you can share a lot of information with the callers and stuff. I mean, you're more than welcome to join us. I'd love to. Uh, when I get done with, I get with done the conversation, with conversation, I'll go to Bunker I'll Report to after I finish with watching your clip. Okay, very good. All right, All right. George. Um, Pleasure, guys. George, Thank ahead. you very Alrighty. much. You can end my conversation, guys, with them now. Oh, okay. All right. Thank Thanks you, guys. All right. Thank you. Now. Thank you. Okay, Am I George, still out you got there? a question? Yes, go ahead, George. Hello, Tom. Uh I've been getting some really interesting information of late. Uh, the Bible is the only book in the world that has a solid mathematical foundation under it. And some rabbis in Israel have developed a computer program that searches the Torah. And I would recommend you go and watch two videos on YouTube. Uh, if you just type in Torah codes... And look for one uh, by a, a young 15-year-old boy named Nathan. And then look for another one that's uh, about 12 or 14 minutes about the asteroid and Messiah. Okay. There's an entire planetary system that has come into our solar system. And that's what's hmm. happening. I heard something about that, but I didn't hear. I, I have not heard it the way you put it just now. So thank you for that insight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. That's, that's okay. Do that. It's uh, it'll blow your mind. Yes, sir. Am I Sounds pretty connected good. to you guys. Pardon? Hello. Pardon? Okay. Yeah. That's all I had okay. to say. All righty. Thank you, sir. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. You bet. All right. Charlie, still out here. Am I still connected to you guys? Yeah, there you go, Charlie. I thought we were just actually talking to you just now. 
<laughs> Go ahead, Charlie. No, no, Sorry. no. I've been sitting here and I've been just listening to everybody else. Listen to everybody what everybody I want to ask Tom was, can anybody give can me anybody an, give an, me honest an honest answer? answer? Is the camera at Yellowstone on Old Faithful? Is it in a tree or on a pole? From what I know, it's on a pole. Well, it sure yeah. moves a lot. I don't think they're having that many earthquakes, but it, 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 it you get seasick trying to watch it. <laughs> well, it's also on an hour delay, from what I'm hearing, and it may be long, it may be more than that, but I'm not sure. Like I say, if you want to know for sure, you'd probably have to have someone go out there and wave their hand at you or hold a road flare while you're looking at it live, and you know. So we have to see somebody do that real quick to find out. But from what I'm hearing, it's on like an hour delay either way. Okay. Another thing, I do not think you guys are nutbags. I'm, I'm right in there with you. I, I, it just bothers the hell out of me that everybody in this world sticks their head in the sand like an ostrich and thinks, that well, it's not going to happen to them, and I'm not worried about it. Well, I'm not worried about it. I find it interesting. All this stuff that's going on around us, and nobody has a clue. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. What do you call it? Uh, yeah, there's 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 a word for that where people just, you know, cognitive dissonance. They don't they don't really care if uh, it's got to be right up on them before they even realize what's going on. I I just I don't know. And you have so many people. I agree that they're. Well, I don't want to live in fear. And you know, don't live your life in fear. Live it. I'm probably the happiest man alive. I mean, I have a family. I have, uh, you know, I have a wonderful family. I have daughters. I have, you know, I have a son. I, geez, we even took my uh, my wife's little brother in with us. I mean, it's, you know, it's a wonderful life. I, I couldn't, if I was any better, I'd be, you know, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> but I just try to tell, I, I try to lean people more towards the preparedness side of it. That way you, you never have to worry. You never have to be afraid. I well, I can that. attest to that. I see your postings and stuff, and I know how happy you are. You got a beautiful family. You got a great job. I mean, you're you're prepared. You're settled. I mean, you know, you couldn't ask for anything any better. No, it's uh, like, I consider myself. I'm not rich, but I consider myself the wealthiest man on the planet. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got anything else for him, Charlie? We we just got so many people that have questions, and I just want to try to get as many questions in as we possibly can. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. My, okay. my last question is, and I'll, I'll let it go, is the fact that do you think all this stuff is happening because of what the sun is doing, or do you think it's because of Planet X coming at us? Oh, that's a good one, Charlie. I, I You know, I'm not knowledgeable enough to say – to give you a, a, a definite fact, yes or no, on either the sun or, uh, or you know, Planet X or Planet Nine or Nibiru or, I you know, I, I, I just don't have enough data or enough facts to say, yes, it is. And if I did, if somebody says, yes, it's absolutely because of this, I, I would question that. You know, I, like I said, I watched Ben over at Suspicious Observers. He's probably the best solar watcher that I've ever seen. And that I guess when he when he comes up with these patterns off the sun and everything, even BP Earthwatch, he does pretty good too. But I guess what you got to do is you got to ask yourself: Do you think that that's the issue? You know what I mean? That's 
I guess that's where you're going to get your best answer because well, they, they give you many else. reasons why you don't see Planet X. One, it's infrared. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another is it, it's coming from down below. It's on a different track than everything else. Okay. I heard about that. But it comes in from the. And if you notice, as time goes on, mm-hmm. it's getting bigger. When they show you pictures of it, it's bigger. When they show you pictures of it, it's showing you all the planets around it and the asteroids and the other things that are floating around it. It is getting closer. Sooner or later, they're going to have to. We're either going to see it or we're not. I, w- right. I, um, I wish I could yeah. find somebody to tell me, well, when can you see it? I'm in Indiana. In Indiana. I'd like to see it for myself, and then I would, I'd have something to stand on. Other than that, everybody thinks I'm a nutcase. Yeah, they say it's coming in below the ecliptic. That's why they put that South Pole telescope up there or something like that. It's, but I, I, I really, I really don't know, Charlie. That's something. I, yeah, I don't have a clue. I, I don't know if that's the reason that everything's changing or it's affecting everything. I'm just, I'm just not proof positive on it yet. Well, I enjoy listening to what you do on YouTube. And I follow you almost every day. So you Thanks have a so good much, one, and I'll, I'll get out of here so somebody else can bend your ear. Thanks and so you're much, not brother. a nutbag. <laughs> All righty, Charlie. Thank you so much. Um, next up, we have Heather. Uh, but, Heather, before I bring you in, let me give out the number. There's people that need the number. It's 929 929- Four seven seven three five six five. If you would like to talk to Tom, if you have a question, a comment, or otherwise, or if you want to cross nutbags, you just press that number one. <laughs> Heather, go ahead. Welcome Hi aboard. there. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for having me on here. And Tom, you know me. Hey. How <laughs> I've are been you? a long time subscriber to you. That's for sure. Um, uh, being on hold here, a few of uh, the things I was going to bring up have actually been been uh, um, referred to already. I was going to ask you, Tom, if you had heard any mention of Planet X or Corona holes or anything, uh, or asteroids, anything to that effect. And also, if uh, if they touched on anything that might result because of this, like uh, dams breaking and uh, nuke plants. Yeah, there's there's always that concern about, uh, you know, the nuke plants. I mean, that's just a constant thing. And Bobby was just saying something about, uh, I believe it was California or Florida, where they have a leak right now. As yeah, far as the Hanford, yeah. Well, I think yeah. all of them are pretty much leaking right now, but yeah. <laughs> as far as... Uh, you know, I, I'm hearing so many different theories and so many different uh, people are coming up with coming out with so much information. Where, you know, with Planet X, they're calling it, I guess, Planet Nine, or I'm not yeah, sure right it, now. Yeah, it's going by all that. kinds of names. I, well, and it's got, historically, it's got a ton of names too. So. Yeah. Well, they're saying that, uh, and this has been going on for a while that they're pushing, you know, all these all these asteroids and meteors towards us. And then Great. what was it just the other day? They just had a, uh, there was a fireball over in, uh, oh, my God, where was it? It was like, uh, oh, my gosh, where was it, New York or somewhere? It just flew over the other day. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and, and had, it went on for quite a while. It was seen in a few few different states or something. Yeah, uh, we yeah it was, it was over one. a long, yeah, it had a long tail or something anyway. I, I think yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, we was we was watching that one, and it was a Condition 8. And we was yeah. like, and that was like, you know, that's like unknown. And we were watching it, and we didn't even get a chance to report about it. And it, it yeah. was already all over us, 
Well, there's oh actually even uh, reports now of uh, uh, NASA knows about 72 asteroids, uh, and I can't remember how many of those are, are you know, a condition code where we should be worried. But yeah. uh, every day it's like something new comes out. BP, I know uh, you've mentioned him and other callers have brought him up as well, and, and he just has a video from yesterday about uh, quark. Uh, pardon me, quake warnings because of a, uh, the largest solar flare, or, or the, a large solar flare, pardon me, with the strongest CME this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then Mary Greeley just put out another video about um, the monitors over at uh, Yellowstone flatlining because of mag- magma intrusion now. So oh, man. it makes you Did wonder. You uh, Did you see that hole in the sun just recently? They had another yeah, name for it. That's it a, was huge. Yeah, that's a oh behemoth. I, yeah, you got to wonder because when you think back to uh, what the that um, speaker, uh, the speech the French foreign minister said, uh, Laurent Fabius, when he said 500 days to total climate chaos, well, yeah. everything started to sort of happen right after that uh, that timeline ran out. Isn't so, that something? Yeah, yeah. So they obviously know that you know what's going on, but anyway, well, I'm okay, just Heather, really glad that, glad that uh, there's so many uh, other so people many that people are, know that what's going on what's and they're going not, on you know, with their heads stuck in the sand. Yeah, keep up the great work, Tom, and I'll be seeing you on your page. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so every. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thanks. Oh, thanks, Tom, and you too, likewise, and stay safe, and like you say, stay at the ready. Stay at the ready. Stay at the ready. <laughs> okay, you guys have thanks a great for, show, and good evening, and... and uh, All righty, thanks, thanks for calling in. Prayers to everyone. Up. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye now. Next we have Heidi. Welcome aboard, Heidi. Sorry for the long wait. Oh, that's okay. Thanks for listening to you guys. How are you? Hey, you got a question for Tom? I do. Well, a couple comments, but it's been interesting the last few years finding some really, seems like very qualified professional people who have been really focusing on certain aspects of, you know, the earth changes and solar system changes that we're seeing. And John Casey has been at the forefront of uh, combining, I guess, or connecting the dots between the solar activity directly affecting our climate and he's written a book called Cold Sun and he his work is just incredible and then you've got Bob Fletcher who is a government witness who's uncovered incredible amounts of you know black money I guess if you will following to try to figure out where that's going you know DIA looking at all the underground military bases that have been happening the last couple of years um, you've got Mike Maloney, who's a, an economist, who I heard this morning, Austria has just instituted bail-ins as of yesterday. And I thought that was coincidental with a couple of things. Um, Tom, your video just two days ago about FEMA. And then yesterday I listened to Larry Nichols on Alex Jones. And I'm not a huge Alex Jones fan. I think he's a little too much of a sensationalist. But Larry Nichols, who's a government insider, worked for the Clintons for decades, has incredible contacts, 
and he was at the forefront of Clinton being impeached. He was saying yesterday on Alex Jones, he said, it's so important that people hear this and listen. He said, we only have a few weeks left before just mass chaos happens. He's talking more on an economic kind of societal base as far as martial law. And, you know, then you've got the WSO, and I don't know the, the gentleman's name. You guys have mentioned him. But there's a couple of really interesting, you know, people who have been really focused on small parts of it, what's going on. And then David Mead is an incredible guy who kind of tied everything together. And he's he has looked at absolutely everything about the pole shift, about climate science, about the dumbs, about the missing money in the government, everything going on as far as martial law, these FEMA trainings and everything. And he feels very strongly because of his contacts that the government absolutely knows 100% about this solar system coming in and that every single thing we're seeing, whether it's on a on a local level with police being militarized, FEMA camps, earthquakes, volcanoes, everything is all tied to the solar system. And he his information is pretty interesting. He feels very strongly, though, that we'll end up seeing the system come through about a year from now, year and a half maybe. So it's like September, October of next year. I would sure I would surely hope not, but you know it's like well, like yeah. you're saying there's there's a lot of you know uh, the information it really really lines up and then the one guy we just had on here Carl he had he was talking about overlaying maps and it was just yeah. it was just amazing and it's just funny how everything with as far as you know uh, earth changes natural disasters the economic system. The election, every, and we haven't even talked about the economics or the elections yet on this on this show yet. But uh, yeah. everything is coming together all at one time. That's got to flag people. I mean, it's just I just don't see how people are just going on every day with their normal lives, like la di da. You know, nothing's going on. It just unless they're just completely in the dark and don't want anything to do with it. However, as far as martial law, I still stand on this. I don't think they would ever be able to declare it on a national level. There's just too many people out here that would rise up. I really don't think. They they may be able to do it in certain areas, like small pockets, but I don't think they'd ever be able to do it on a national level. It would take, I mean, we don't have that much. There's not that much manpower in the military to even do that, not to mention the defectors. Most guys are going to be like, are you kidding me? I'm out of here. That's uh, uh I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too concerned about the martial law thing. But what I think would happen when things do finally just completely collapse is, I believe that there'll be a lot of cooperative citizens out here where you're going to have a lot of different groups that are cooperating with each other, and you will not be able to travel through certain areas unless you have their permission or where there's some type of barter going on. Um, and it's going to be basically a, like a citizen type of the citizens will be policing themselves because, you know, if it collapses, nobody's going to, no police. I know police officers. I know a lot of them. One of my best friends is a police officer. And I guarantee you, if things collapsed overnight, he's not going to work the next day if he's not going to, I mean, he's going to take care of his family. 
but no, you make a very good point. I just don't know about the time frame. I mean, it, it, it could happen three months from now. I mean, it could happen, you know, tomorrow morning. We could wake up and just everything goes crazy. Have you ever heard of Major Ed Games? I'm sorry? Have you ever heard of Major Ed Games? Yes, I have. The uh, remote viewing uh, kill shot type of uh, solar flare spell. Yeah, he's he's got an incredible story, and I actually coincidentally happened to be in a, a town where he had a seminar going, and I heard I heard caught the second day of his seminar, and he feels very strongly that about three months before this system comes through, that he feels very strongly that we will have martial law, that we'll see it in the major cities. Um, I live near Denver, and he said, you know, you've got a huge freeway around Denver, and that will be closed off. Like, no one's getting in and out of Denver. So he said the major cities is where where they will focus their efforts. Um, Can I something? If you may, can I interject something for the caller? Ma'am, I would... um, I would strongly encourage you and anyone you know over the age of 18 to go get your CERT certification, Civilian uh, Response Certification. In the event that they Mm -hmm. do call for martial law and uh, we, we have writing in the streets and things of this nature, you will, in fact, with that certification, you will get past those roadblocks. They'll see you as friendly. And they'll see you as an asset uh, uh, to be used uh, in the skill set for uh, first responders. So I highly recommend, if this is a, a, a great concern for you, and this is for anybody listening to this call, it's a it's a free course. Um, your city should offer this course. It'll probably be through your fire department, and it's it's about a, a half a day on Friday here. And then uh, two full days uh, would be Saturday and then the following Saturday. And they're going to cover a lot of, uh, of, of important issues with you concerning first response for disaster. But this is not just first response for a natural disaster. It's also for a man-made disaster. So that's going to give you a free pass not to be trapped inside that FEMA or martial law zone. Interesting. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. That's good Go information, ahead. Becky. Yeah, that is great information, Becky. The uh, you know, and also I I do believe what you're saying there about uh what Major Ed Dames was talking about because I that's I think that's the only level they could do it as far as they can shut down a lot of access roads or any highways and things of that nature with roadblocks. That's possible. Um, and the major cities, yeah, because that's probably where you're going to have your the most your most most of your problems that's going to be your really that's going to be where your social fabric completely breaks down just due to limited resources and you know availability of uh just everything but uh oh i lost my train of thought but yeah <laughs> yeah as far as yeah i lost my train of thought here but uh yeah as far as uh, yeah. like martial law on a national level just look at hurricane katrina look what happened down there it was chaos Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're prepared. I don't think they're really prepared for it, Tom. I don't think that they could do it if they really wanted to. Okay, like you said, look at Katrina. They couldn't control those people. 
and look at look at the area that they were in. That was only in one building for the most part. They couldn't even control them in one building. You know, being in the Superdome yet, or whatever it is. Uh, what, what is it down there? The whatever whatever that dome is down there. You know that they play football in. That's where they had it at. You know, and uh, they they couldn't even control those people there. So I, I'm not worried about if martial law was to ever come and try to kick off. I mean, I'm in the biggest major, well, the biggest problem major city, me being in Chicago, this should be the first place that they put on martial law, if anywhere. And I'm not worried about it happening. You know? Well, the problem is, Bobby, that they exchange with the U.S. team and with the Jade Helm exercises, we saw a lot of equipment moved in. For those purposes, if in fact they they want to call for a martial law, if, but we never saw any equipment moved out, and now we're we're looking at another exercise, which is the UX and uh, sixteen, which is is taking place uh, or comes to fruition. Right. So so they're they're staging it on the outer perimeters of the metropolis, uh, the rural areas. It's much easier to surround the largest population and push them inward to the state. Sure. And that's just Absolutely. my opinion. Hey, uh, Heidi, do you do you have anything else for Tom? Because we, uh, we have, like, we still have, like, a ton of callers yes. we're going to try to get in here. No, you know, you I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. Um, next on the line, we have Mike. Mike, you still with us? Can you can you hear me? Yes, we can. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I had a couple quick things that I wanted to comment on. Uh, one, I wanted to talk about scientist that was that supposedly was talking to Putin about the mega quakes and all that. I've been researching this heavily, and from what I have found, it's a hoax. And that is something that's coming from a satire site, and he's pushed out a lot of stuff, trying to feed on um, everything that's taking place. So I just wanted to kind of make you guys aware of that, and there's a few other things. I just didn't know what you guys thought of that. The scientists. You know, I was going to say, Putin seems to be a truther. You know what I mean? He seems no, to be... I mean... I mean the person that that's trying to claim that that this happened. Oh, okay, okay, I got you now. I, I I was confused on that whole thing. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, you know, there's there's yeah there's there's disinformation that comes from uh, every which way but Sunday. The 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 hard part is is deciphering all of it, which sounds like that's pretty much what you've done there as far as you know when they. A lot of things too is the satire sites. That you gotta you gotta be careful of those too. Every once in a while, one even slips by me, and I'm like, really? But uh, yeah, you know, and well, I got a virus too, is, too from it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times too, you got to uh, some something I'm I'm really strong in investigating is is when you're being handled. And I don't know if you guys know what I mean by that, but there's people yeah. out here the same yeah. as they pay people to come on social media, and you know, troll accounts and do this, that, and the other to just disrupt any kind of people that are onto something. You've got people out here that, you know, and they work for the alphabet soup agencies and all that, and they will contact you and try to handle you, and they'll feed you disinformation to provide to the public. So our job as doing what we do in reporting and trying to get to the bottom of everything, 
is to learn to decipher when we're being handled. I was trained yeah, long ago. Yeah, I, I I was in specialized training a long time ago, and it's called, you've probably heard of it, it's called Wicklander and Zalowski, where they teach you how to read people. You actually sit down in front of them, and you can actually, the way you, you talk to them for a little while, you get to know them a little bit, and then you start, you, you learn about their emotions, and then you can decipher when they're being truthful to you and when yep. they're being dishonest. <laughs> and that's why so many people, I'm just going to throw this out there, and I'm not attacking anyone, but that's why so many people get on YouTube and they get on all, any kind of social media, and they never show their face. They never sit in front of that camera and talk to you directly uh. because there's people like me out here that can read that. There's people out here that can read when a person is being dishonest just by their the way they act, by the way they look, by the way they sit. There's all kinds of indicators. So that's why a lot of people do not get on there and they don't use their real name and they don't sit in front of the camera and talk to you directly because they don't want to be held accountable and they'll be found out. Yep. Exactly. And the Democracy Spring was big on, on hiring people and, and doing all that stuff. And, you know, there, there's a lot of things I want to bring up here, so just get up here quick because I know you guys have other callers that, that are trying to call in. You know, I think we need to look at this too is, you know, and what is being purposely orchestrated. You know, we've been finding out also, you know, they're coming now that the elections are rigged and there's all this mass chaos trying to assume. They're trying to cause a race war. They're trying to cause all of these problems, and we need to look at it for what it really is. I absolutely agree with that, you know, and, and like I say over at YouTube, Bunker Report, just any kind of social media I'm into, you know, we have everybody. We have Caucasian, African-American we have everybody, and, you know, it's uh, – and everybody understands, you know, to each his own, but that's what they're doing. It's divide and conquer. Yeah, and but it's people don't understand. All the time. So not, not everyone – most people don't. They're, they're following some form of falsehood, falsehood. No one really understands truth nowadays because they, they've dumbed down the public so much that if it's not in a 30-second clip – they don't want to take the time to actually investigate things and find out that we are being bamboozled and that they are, that they are really planning these things and, and trying to cause these problems. Yeah, you know, you can't true. have mass depopulation and have the pop- population decrease by however many millions it's supposed to, you know, by 2030 without something significant happening. Oh, thank you for touching on that. And that's true. A lot of people do not realize what's really going on out here with this whole sustainability by 2030 that's that's, you touched on something really good there they have no idea uh yeah people really need to read about that and research that i need you to i want to touch on that real quick if you look at that timeline for sustainability and you look at the timeline that islam has set for themselves to conquer and dominate those two timelines uh coincide with one another just want to throw that in there I want to throw something else in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this on a nose dive here, if you guys don't mind, because I think there's something bigger at hand. And you kind of touched at it at the beginning, but I want to take it a step further. You know, they are really pushing, pushing a transhuman agenda right now. If you follow me on YouTube, Michael Grace, I actually uh, mirrored what you put out the other day, and I've got 500 subscribers now. I mean, it's just crazy. The 
the platform that I have to be able now to, you know, wake people up to the truth of Jesus Christ and his shed blood. And I, I really want to touch on so important. Yeah. You know, I, for, go ahead. Yeah. It's, you know, to each his own. We have, I mean, there, we have everyone and that's, and, and it's very important that everybody, you know, does their thing and they, they, uh, they believe what they, you know, to have the faith in whatever your faith is. And that's very important in these kind of times. No doubt about but it. But then that's saying there's the no absolute day, truth in anything. That's saying, that the there, that's saying that there's every right answer. But I, I want to I get, get to my point here, though, as far uh, as, you know, from what I am seeing, Trump has the spirit of the Antichrist to bring chaos and destruction. We've already understand that the elections are rigged. We're seeing all this stuff now about transhumanism coming out. We have the elites talking about it. They're screaming New World Order. Then you video put out by National Geographic where they're now talking about uh, um, uh, God, and it's all pointing towards alien invasion, which really it's fallen angels. You know, and they're, they're going to deceive the public. They're going to deceive Christians and, you know, Whatever the lie is that they're going to get people to believe, people need to just understand what is really taking place here. There are so many things happening at once that it's hard to cover every single angle. But you look at CERN, what that really represents. And we've already stated that they've seen. They've already heard music when they, when they collided uh, these two atoms together. You know, so, I mean, it's like there are significant things happening. But people aren't, they're not paying attention to it, so they're not seeing this stuff. I mean, I lay on a bed in level 7 pain basically 24-7, and all I do is watch these videos and, and look at evidence of, of things that people are presenting. And, man, it does not look good. You know, and it looks like this could, this could actually be, like when, when you think about the quakes and all of that stuff happening, this could be what doing all this stuff, and these fallen angels present the as, you know, angels of light and trying to save humanity. I don't know. We don't know what could actually happen. We're just trying to piece together all these dots that are coming out right now. You know yeah, what? I, I agree. I got I I to touch on something. I got to touch on something. We have a guy that comes on here. His name is Shy Townsend, and he is a big-time believer in fallen angels and all that. And I, I would highly recommend you to go back into our archives and listen to the shows that we did with Shai Townsend and how he talks about biblical terms and talks about the fallen angels and how they have a lot to do with a lot of things that are going on right now on Earth. And exactly. I, I, I think that you would love to show, and Shai Townsend, you talk about a very, very intelligent person I mean, this guy, I, I, I can't, I, I've been trying to get him to come back on the show, and it's just so hard to get him on because he's got so much going on. But he's along the same terms that you're talking about right now, and so many people have asked for this guy to come back on the show. And, and if I could get him to come back on sometime, I'd like to invite you to come back on, and you guys could probably really cut it up and, you know, talk about a lot of things that a lot of people are interested in. So... You know, I've got a few more things to share with you too about about because I'm. Hang on, I had a, I got to remember here what my question or what my statement was here. Hang on a second. Sometimes this pain it it 
it sends like a black message through my mind where I can't remember what I was just thinking on. So, um, oh darn it! Oh, well, you know what? With the Illumin- with the Illum- no, it's with the Illuminati. The Illum- I personally oh, okay. believe from all the different videos that I have seen, the Illuminati are doing ritualistic blood sacrifices by committing these mass murders. And I've been, when you look at all of this stuff and then you consider with the fallen angels and what blood really represents for them, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, things are looking different to me by the dots that I'm connecting. You know, this, we could all just be a big part of this, you know, the system where the fallen angels are doing these things to bring about you know, the end of days like they want to happen, you know, because they, they, they already have their fate. They know their time, you know, and they're going to do everything they can to cause destruction and chaos. Right. Well, you know what? I don't want to cut you off because, I mean, you're bringing up a lot of things that we can go into in, in so many different directions. I mean, right now with all the stuff that's going on with the weather and, you know, with the volcanoes and the earthquakes and everything, I kind of want to stay on that topic. Ties in with it with harp and CERN. It's all, but we have to under we have to understand where it comes from. We wouldn't right. be having all no. these problems if these things weren't happening. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. But I mean, I I just we just have so many people, you know, that that have so many questions right now that if we get into that topic, we're going to get off of topic. And I oh, I, I agree want, with that. Yeah, I just don't want to get the people, you know, confused and and get off a of topic. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, I appreciate you calling in and you know and bringing up everything you did because I mean, you you really did crack the egg, you know what I mean? So, well, thank you very much. What do we do with the? What, did I bring up the part about the mask with the the flood lines? Because I had a question about that as well, and that definitely well. <laughs> okay, well, no, go ahead because I, well, I, I got like. Uh, go ahead. I've been hearing, I've been looking into the, the naval map that uh, people have been sending me, and I glanced at it before, but I never really dove into it too much. But now with all of this stuff happening, uh, it's, it's resurfaced again. Uh, and from looking into it, it's saying that it, was, that it came from an old guy that gave a prophecy. Now, is, is that true, or is this come from an actual Navy source that put it out? That came out from uh, Edgar Casey, I believe it was, way back in the day. They called him uh, the Sleeping Prophet or something of that nature. I think that's what it was. Okay. That's exactly. And then they started calling it. Yeah. Then they started calling it. There was supposedly, if you ever listen to John Moore, there was supposedly a naval briefing back in the day, in like the late '70s, early '80s, where they actually brought that in to, uh, like, all the commanders in the Navy and. that that map was presented. It was called the New Navy Map of North America. And, uh, something else, a scallion, I believe it was. George Scallion, I believe, was with the map also. Yeah. Okay. That's about the extent of my knowledge, brother, in that, in that situation. Alrighty, I'm just curious because you know, with with looking at this here and with the WalMarts and trying to, if we're trying to put all of these dots together, we have to be. 100% sure we're not in any way following anything that was either satire or you know, right, found absolutely. out to be not true because it will completely ruin whatever platform we have built up if we don't oh, yeah. you know, accurately provide the truth. So. That guy, that guy called earlier come up with three maps to put together, and that was very interesting. Yeah, I heard that, and, and that's kind of what triggered that other part of the question is that I really want to make sure with – 
you know, we're trying to get people to understand these things that I'm just making sure I'm vetting it and then putting out the truth. Absolutely. Let's network, brother. We already are. Yes, sir. <laughs> All righty. Thanks for calling in, Mike. We appreciate All it. Right. Thank you so much, sir. You have a great rest of the day. All right. All right you too. Yep. All righty. Next up is Tamara. Hello, sister. Come on in. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Wonderful. Um, Wonderful. Hi, Becky. Hi, Becky. Hi, sis. Um, I just wanted to bring up real quick, Carl had brought up the maps, and I think that uh, if you were to uh, take the UX-16, which is going on now, and the Jade Helm, uh, of course, they're probably all within the same zones because they already had the equipment there. Um, but you overlay those with the uh, evacuation zone for the Yosemite, which you're talking about now. Um, mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, and then you can take and overlay also with that uh, the, the states that were considered hostile, uh, which was probably outside of the the zones. Wow. We're and then also interesting stuff here tonight. <laughs> like, and then also, I I see, like I, I don't know, I make connections. It's like a big spider web that I see. So along with that, though, somebody had said, you know, the, the military, they're not going to have a chance. But let me tell you something. They learned a lot, FEMA, and the military learned a lot from Katrina. Okay. And they also learned a lot from uh, this last big one down here off the Texas coast. Mm. Um, but we, we also know that Obama has armed his own private army very well in uh, DHS, FBI, CIA, CLM, FEMA, U.S. Postal Service, um, as well as the fact that, right, Social Security Office, they, they've all been armed. They've got riot gear, uh, hollow points, uh, uh, but you also, um, you know, they, they, they learned very well from their mistakes, and he has decimated the old school military this is his military now, Obama's military now. Um, you know, so I, I think those things need to be taken into consideration. I, I don't think we need to underestimate uh, the the power of persuasion in, you know, somebody brought up, you know, all these people have families too. Well, that's something that to look at. All these people have families too. You know what? Your insight here is just, it's, it's blowing me away right now. And you know what? And that's what it's all about. Let me think here real fast because you, you just touched on something and I'm going to run with it. You are so you're, you're very you're everything you're saying is just it's really ringing here because you're right. They they actually did disband the old type of military style and everything. So and and look at this now that's this popped in my mind when you was talking about that. The thing that happened out there with the Bundys, okay? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody in our society decided, hey, you know, all these people out here, nobody decided to say, hey, let's go de- let's go help these guys defend this. They, I think this was all a test. I really think all of that was a test. I really do. And and maybe well, not so much a test using using those guys, but just maybe handling them into, oh, my God, we could go into this for hours. But there were okay, so many people involved. They're pulling the wow. test again, though, by rounding them all up now two years later. Yeah. Yeah. They're testing it again. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 
You think? Do you think they could have been testing the water to see if any of the Patriots would have rised up to try to do that's something exact, once they once they exactly after what I'm ta- and all them? That's yes. exactly what I'm saying, Bobby. That's exactly what I'm saying because she touched on something really big right there when she was talking. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. Thank you so much for your insight. That's uh, you're gonna have me thinking on this for. <laughs> oh, well, and look at how they're treating the Bundys. They're not feeding uh, yeah. them. Uh, they're, yeah. They're they're mistreating them in jail and everything else right now. I mean, you know, Ammon Bundy right now is. He, he, I think he's lost like thirty or forty pounds or something. I mean, it's pretty. They're crazy. keeping him in solitary. Wow. They're they're yeah. keeping him in no, solitary confinement with like one hour a day out and like a shower every other day. I mean, it's it's bad. Well, I thought that they went to uh, general population. I know Pete Santilli's in general population, but maybe they kept Ham and Bundy in, in uh, you know, in, in SAG or whatever. Wow, I, I, so yeah, wild. I think it was all a test. And, and Jade Helm, UX-16, is going on, I believe, right now. And, you know, we, we don't know what equipment has come in uh, or been taken back out, if any was. We don't know what personnel has been brought in or taken back out, if any does. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Pretty, pretty but yeah, sad. Your, your insight has definitely got me, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking big time now. Because, yeah, okay. I was one of the biggest ones that say that, you know, there's no way they could declare martial law on a national level. Well, that just makes you think it's, you know, I guess we could war game this you know, all night long, but you definitely, definitely got some valid points there. And Thank he got you. rid of all the commanders, all the commanders, all of them. 200 of the top brass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're not saying anything, which is even scarier. 200 yeah. and some change. And you need to remember they also appointed a man as uh, an imam as the Muslim czar, Obama did for the military who now sits in a prison somewhere in Europe for terrorism. Wow. And that was our military uh, uh, ambassador for Islam for our military. And he did that while they were stripping uh, the chaplains and getting rid of them and, and taking the cross down. And, and, and court-martialing anyone who is preaching the gospel within the military. However, they're providing prayer rugs and an indoctrination into Islam in our military. In the prisons as well. Yes. It's a breeding ground. It's, breeding all, ground. it's, all, it's all been set up. Been set Think, up. About this. Think about this. <clears throat> you know, the blacks cry out, we're being targeted, we're the most incarcerated, but they're the most violent. And, and that, that has been proven, if you look back into the documents, when they started keeping a census of violent crimes and the race of criminals in the prison system in America, that started in the 1800s when they started taking the census. And if you look, it's been very consistent that they are the most difficult to assimilate into society without crying racism or slavery being the fault of uh, or the reason for their uh, behavior. Now, if you continue to feed them entitlement and you continue to brainwash them into hating another race rather than the government who is 
perpetuating an already uh, aggravated issue, um, a sensitive issue, then then you put them in a, a, a prison system, and it becomes a, a breeding ground for Islam. The blacks are, and I'm not saying all blacks, we know we have some folks out here that aren't on this wagon, but in large they go into the, the uh, communities, the, the poor communities of the black population, and they have been indoctrinating them into Islam for the last 40 years. So it's, it's huge. It's a great breeding ground. Now, what is the best way to establish the caliphate of a nation that is armed? It is to uh, infiltrate every agency, including the military, and now it becomes a tool for Islam. I'm, I'm telling you, I've studied this. I know this to be fact. Anyway, we're off topic again, so I want to take it back on where we were. Where we were speaking. Now, you I'm going to let y'all get somebody else. I just wanted to bring okay. that up. Thank All right, I, I appreciate you. this. I appreciate right, you awesome. bringing that up. You've definitely talked it and uh, definitely don't okay. underestimate Go ahead. All righty. Thanks. Um, before we take another caller, I want to touch on something. You talked about uh, and something that should have been brought up a little bit earlier, but I was driving and I couldn't break in and, and uh, cover this real quick. You were talking about CERN, uh, and so was the other gentleman, and and uh, nobody's talked about HARP and weather modification. The first time that HARP was used to modify the weather, we're talking about extreme weather here, uh, cataclysmic events that are taking place, Houston's underwater. We know also that before they bring martial law, they must surely bring natural disaster. Now, this is where this is really a little bit complicated or complex for some people to understand, but you'll get this, Tom. Obama sits as in the highest seat of two of the most, the, the most powerful places to sit. One is Security Council, which handles all natural disaster in NATO and FEMA, the Security Council seat for the UN. The, uh, the other position he holds is uh, the President of the United States, although he's used to usurp that position uh, and should not be in it. He is a sleeper cell in my belief, based on my, not on opinion, but based on my research. Now, uh, the fact that before he brings disaster, he has the ability to call martial law and to deploy without any civil, uh, civil situation being the cause of it. Now, when you use HARP, when they use HARP, it would be the equivalent of if you had an, an inflated balloon and you put your fist into that balloon and then you bring your fist up, it bounces back, but it depresses the balloon, if you will. When they use heart to modify uh, the, um, the, the, what is it, jet stream and then the Gulf Coast uh, stream that comes up from the Gulf, what they do is they punch the atmosphere with heart. And it, and it causes a bit of a bubble effect to the atmosphere, and then the forces coming back, whenever, whenever they release that, the forces coming back actually move a jet stream. And so they've perfected this. And the first time they used the modification system for weather was actually during World War II. And, and that is a fact. You can look it up if you, if you didn't already know that. And they used it to freeze 
hundreds of thousands of soldiers to death in the field. There's no, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that they've done something to play around with the weather. Uh, I even had a, a guy, an LEO, who uh, on a very hot day last year looked at me and he said something about Russia's turning up the he, – he said something about Russia was turning something up. And this guy's in the military, he's LEO, but he goes, he goes off to the military every once in a while when he gets called out. And I was just like, right. whoa. It just struck me as really funny. But, again, I think that uh, they, they've been playing with the weather – for so long, I think it's going haywire. I think I think we're not even at the wheel anymore. Maybe that's a possibility. I, I just and I don't I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Before they bring the war in, we're seeing uh, the results of common at the end of the day when you destroy the earth. So when you have flooding like you have down in the Gulf Coast, you have contaminants. Uh, when the, uh, the sewer systems uh, become uh, overflowed by the storm, torrential uh, uh, rain downpours, and then you have the soil, uh, which is contaminated by other elements. Uh, uh, you know, that's a, a huge region for us for fossil fuel and, and um, uh, industry down there. So you have oil, you have gas, and you have weeds that come up. So you're destroying the land, which is, is, is going to keep us from crops. You, you're going to have contaminated land, topsoil washed up, contaminants in the soil, your water supply gets contaminated, your water system can't handle the filtration process because they are now contaminated. And so it is a natural disaster that can easily be implemented with the technology that they oh, have to use have against, to not just not other nations, this is what's so disturbing, but against your own nation. You kill the crops in Florida, that's your citrus crop. You, you kill the cotton fields, you kill the corn fields, you kill the ability for us to provide grain and, and to uh, and the cattle. We had cattle dying in Houston. We had horses drowning yesterday because they were over, uh, they were overrun with trying to rescue uh, human beings. So livestock is secondary. And so, you know, people lost thousands and thousands, some of them probably even millions of dollars, uh, dollars in crop and, and, uh, and, and, and livestock. So there's a lot of elements that could be working here concerning the modification of the weather. And when you touched on CERN earlier and talking about uh, there's so much more to it, there's a gateway to hell that we're trying to open up. And you look at the uh, the ball, ball temple that was put in place in New York, that is also an evil entity or a gateway to hell. So there's a lot of different things going on. And I believe that what you're doing and what you research has a lot to do uh, with uh, the natural aspects of it, and we have to look at the modified aspects. I'm getting a lot of echo. A lot of echo here. Yeah, I'm hearing oh, a lot yeah, of echo too. I got a lot of echo too. That's usually when uh, uh, the the board is either having issues or the NSA wants to hear what we're talking about. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, Becky? We got 30 minutes left, and 14 people that want to ask questions, and not trying to cut you off. That that you just brought up something for us to do another show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, you know, this Absolutely. is something that we can keep rolling with. All right, here, 
Let's uh, let's bring in Sherry. Sherry's been waiting for quite a while here. Welcome aboard, Sherry. Hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? Hey, good, Sherry. You? Good. Um, I got two questions, and I had a theory, a couple of theories I need to tell you about. But um, can they are, can they predict um, earthquakes? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, there's yeah. no there's no scientific data at this time that where they can predict earthquakes unless they unless of course they know something we don't. I, I think now what about volcanoes? Can they predict volcanoes? About the only way they could predict a volcano is by like gas emissions and things of that nature and like earthquake swarms. Like if there's a certain swarm in that area, you know, as far as like the, the mass, the land mass, if it starts bulging then sure it can be a definite sign. But I guess the uh your the predictiveness of it would be, you know, actually observing it at that time. But earthquakes, I don't think there's any system that predicts earthquakes, but I believe they're getting close as far as science. Okay, so this is where I'm at. Okay, I think it was the French prime minister last year that was on TV with John Kerry and said, you know, we had 500 days until climate chaos, and then they covered that up and said, oh, no, we're talking about the climate summit. But he was pretty on track with the timing. And um, then, you know, we have the Vatican, who's got the observatory in Arizona. So if they can't predict these things, then how would they even know they were coming? Either one, they know something we don't, or two, they're orchestrating it. So my theories are either it is another planet that they knew about, and or another solar system, or it's, you know, from outer space or whatever, but that that's what they've been researching for years and that they knew they knew that this was coming um and that they knew that it was going to cause all the the different uh weather phenomenon uh on the level that we're having because of history you know if they go back and read the samaritan table uh clay tablets and things like that but then again you have cern and harp like she was mentioning so with those two things they could actually create it which would cause mass confusion, which is what they wanted to do with Jade Helm, was master the human de- uh, uh, domain as far as creating confusion so people don't know what's real and what isn't. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So I feel like either way we're screwed. <laughs> either it's coming <laughs> from outer space and, you know, it's, you know, if you haven't been preparing or haven't prepared, you know, this is what's going to happen. And if you, if it's not coming from outer space, they're going to create it in order to, um, they've tried to control populations forever. Um, they've, they've took shots to third world countries telling them the tribes that, you know, that they were for uh, birth control or vaccines or telling them it was vaccines. And what it was, it was actually making them sterile. And this was like Rockefeller and Rockchilds and all them. So, you know, we're getting too crowded. You got to do something. You know, you just you just you just touched on something there that that a lot of people debate me on, and a lot of people disagree with me, and they uh, fight me tooth and nail over it, which that's okay too. But um, we're running out. I mean, it, no, we, that's something we haven't touched on yet on this show either is energy. You know, we are coming up on energy issues that I mean, this this world has absolutely never seen anymore. And there's got to, there's going to have to be control, and I think that's what they're planning to implement. We're running out think, of fresh well, water. Yeah. You know, soil. We got soil erosion. We have ocean acidification. We have 
there's no, you know, not really peak oil. People get confused about that, but, you know, and then there's oil all over the place. However, you know, if you look at extraction rates from 05 till now, it's at a steady decline. You can't, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't know, but I think as far as energy issues, we're in trouble. We're, we're, in, we're in a lot trouble. of trouble. And it's just like with FEMA and of course, you know, the, the closed Walmarts and, you know, FEMA camps and all this thing that people talk about. If, if something, a, a catastrophe does happen, the survivors that are going to just flock to them because they haven't prepared, they're going to need yep. workers. They're going to need, oh, yeah. they're not going to do it. The elite's not going to go out there and dig a hole or, you know, put up power lines or redo whatever they're going to do. They're going to have the people that's, that they've helped in these facilities to do the work for them. So it's actually, you're just being enslaved again. Yep. Absolutely. You know. So, but I, I feel like the weather is going to get a lot worse, and I, and I, I do think that either we're being pulled by something or it is being actually done to us. But yeah, I don't think it's going to get better. Chemtrails, no. anyone? Huh? Yeah. I said chemtrails, anyone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, you look at HARP, and then we got the chemtrails, you know, and it's like yesterday our skies were beautiful, absolutely just beautiful. And then the sun goes down last night. The sky is clear as, as it can be, except for where the sun went down. That one area is just totally just nothing but, you know, chemtrails. And then today it was just they were all over the place. They were doing X's. I mean, there was X's and zigzags everywhere. So I, I haven't like, seen them in my area in forever. And the other day I see them, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm right down below you. I'm in West Virginia, so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, so uh, we... All right. Well, we appreciate the call, Sherry. We we just got so many people that are left, and we only have, like, 23 minutes left, and we we have, like, six people that want to get on. Oh, with no, them. that is fine. But Thank we... you, and you guys have a good day. Sherry, all right. So Thanks for, for calling. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye now. All right, next up we have Dolce. Am I saying it right, Dolce? Yes. Yes. Welcome aboard. Do you have a question for Tom? Um, yeah, I have a question. Um, with everything that's going on in the world, I'm wondering, like, why doesn't people prepare for a peaceful death? Well, I, I guess I can break that down to something I try to push on people like 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 no other is PMA. No matter what's going on in your life, no matter what is happening, maintain a positive mental attitude. You know, I, mm-hmm. I try to push this on everyone. Just remain positive. You know, if you're going to go, you're going to go. I mean, I could, I could leave out of here. I could get off this show and go uh, take a drive down the street and all of a sudden just get, you know, totaled out. You know, you could you could be dead any time. So I, I'm oh, yeah. a strong believer in just, just maintain a positive mental attitude. Network with everybody. Well, it's just, hard to say positive. Do you, do you remember what sure. happened with Katrina, how they treated the victims of it, and just police mm-hmm. attitude today? I mean, you know, the, you know, radiated water and rain, and it's just, um, I'm just wondering, like, why is that well, a hard topic to talk about? We are dying. That's not uh, that we are dying. That's not something that we are. We all need a guess on. Sure, I I had a guy. He was and this guy was actually he's a he's a retired. uh, Oh God, he was a retired major in the special forces. You guys might have heard of him. 
His name's Joe Fox. And he was an actual, he was a SEER instructor. And he said, I understand that jumping out of a plane with a parachute and landing in a hostile, a hostile area and breaking your ankle. He goes, I understand it's hard to make a, to maintain a positive mental attitude. He goes, but you got to do it. If you want to live your life mm-hmm. to the fullest and stay alive, well, you got to do it. I'm not being negative about no, no, it. I know. It's positive. Because, yeah, no um, I, you know, the system in this country, you know, there's, you know, billions of sex offenders. I mean, what are you going to leave, really? What are you fighting for? Like, I, I want to fight for, you know, assisted death, you know, it, for it to be available, uh, you know, in um, a lot of crematories or wherever people wish. You know, there's sure. a lot of places available. FEMA camps, you know, I, I, will, I don't want to fight over, you know, dead land. You know, because the the you know the land is dead, the animals are dying, everything. You know, I mean, I'm not being negative well, I, about I it. Know. It's just something no, that I, I know. know. It's it's facts that are proven. You know, rich, poor, we're all you know, we're all going. Well, you know what? Let me throw something out there real quick. Rich, poor, or not. If somebody's got a trillion dollars, or I have, I'm the guy with a dollar. When something goes down, we're all in the same boat. And uh, and you know, it's I'm not gonna let you die. That's it. If you're if you're mm-hmm. with me. If you're networking with me and you're my you're you're my people, which you are, you're on the phone right now. You're my people. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let mm-hmm. you die. Really, it's not gonna happen. Well, it's not that I it's want to. Not, is that I we know, are already? Nah, not nah. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I believe that we're gonna turn this thing around and we're all gonna live as some type of civilization, no matter which way it goes. And if not, then guess what? My kids are gonna inherit it. Your children are gonna inherit it. There's a lot of things coming down mm-hmm. the pike. But we gotta we gotta stay strong for everybody. We gotta you know we mm-hmm. gotta we gotta. Oh, well, I don't I'm know, I guess I got about it. I have you know <laughs> it doesn't. I have no fear talking about this. It's very comfortable to me, and it's mm-hmm. more. It should be a concern, you know, to sure. a lot of people, because we're all in it, and mm-hmm. it's it's concerning that we've lived so violently that there's uh, history repeats itself, you know, and and. In nothing but violence and hate and you know it is it's like where's the peace who's going to stand up for peace who wants to yeah. live peacefully i don't i don't i never earth was never intended for us to die a, a horrible tragic death we were supposed to die peacefully i don't know you know we I, come I, in peacefully like... i want to go out peacefully i you know i, I want to encourage a lot of people to go to the you know tv stations and ticket signs about peace and and dying peacefully because we're dying there's no denying that you know what i look at i i re- I, cor- I i relate this to you know I, I urge everyone to get out in the woods get out in areas where where there's absolutely nothing and just stay out there for a while three two three days a week you know there's one thing about nature and this world um because you said the world never intended for us to this and the other and i agree with you with a lot of things there as far as human industrial civilization and all that. But I tell people to go out there and just stay for three, four, five days. And that's one thing you learn because I've been there and done that is that nature doesn't care. Nature doesn't need us. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Nature just, yeah. nature, nature isn't happy. Nature isn't sad. Nature doesn't have feelings. Nature just is. Mm-hmm. You know, you either cooperate with it, you either cooperate with nature and have your act together and, and, Learn to adapt, or else we yeah, didn't. We didn't have make together. It. Yeah, we need uh-huh. nature. We need nature. Nature don't need us. 
That's for sure. That's for sure. And if you're going to do it, mm-hmm. do it the right way. Go off the grid. Don't bring a cell phone. Don't bring, you know, your laptop. Yeah. Don't bring any of that. Take it all That's in. Right. Yep. That's a lot right. of millions and millions of people are not prepared. I, I cannot say that I'm prepared. I'm prepared emotionally, spiritually, and, you know, um, I know what's coming. And um, many people aren't, you know what I'm saying? It, and it's You're very right. hard oh, yeah. to take in. It's very hard yes. to take in. I understand. My name is Dulce Mar- uh, Barajas on Facebook, if you know. And I'm I'm actually your friend, Tom, on Facebook. Yeah, and I've I shared a lot. Are, I'm yeah, very, I'm very, I'm very nature. I love, you know, and, and I lost my daughter. Everybody, I've been talking about this for many, many years now. You know, we're all going. But it, it can be peaceful. And there's yep. nothing that you can tell me that's going to make me feel better about this world because it's so violent. Well, I'm always going to try. So Yeah, I mean, it's try. always good to try. You know it's that. always good to try. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's I'm just really touching because we all have kids. Yeah. We all have kids, and we don't want our kids to go through what many of us have already gone through. And I'm so world. sorry for your loss, honey. You contact me anytime. You know that. We talk all the time. So anytime. Yeah. You know that. You know and that. Well, and we, it's, it's a very touchy it's subject very touchy that I'm speaking of, but somebody needs, needs to speak of it. I understand. Well, we appreciate it. Thank you for calling us, and, you know, we appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thanks so right, much for everything you, everything you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, next up we have uh we have Mike on the line. Mike, come on in here, but before we bring Mike in, um Jared wants us to know that Minister Paul on YouTube live streaming a video of demons, black shadows flying over the Capitol going towards the archway. They just put up a few hours ago. Jonathan Quick Channel has some stuff. So um, I guess I guess uh, I guess uh, Minister Paul has something about some black demons flying over um, flying over the Capitol, headed towards the archway. I don't know. Paul Bagley. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe you never know. Uh, Mike, welcome aboard. Do you have a question for uh, Tom? Yeah. Say something quick. I had already called in, so I just need to tell you this one point that I had forgot to say. Uh, there's an article in 2014 that says if Yellowstone uh, erupts, the U.S. has a contingency plan with Brazil and Australia, and they have it for $10 million for 10 years is what I am finding out. And, you know, this, this kind of ties in with uh, you look at uh, Obama bringing in the – mass migration under you know under the table and not letting people know and you almost wonder if this is a bait and switch if it's a way to cause this chaos and then the americans you know to all these other places and then fill in the country with who you want i think bobby uh investigated that a while back if i'm not mistaken didn't you bobby and it came out to be not true i believe oh yeah don't quote me yes yes oh well thank you for correcting me on that very much so very much so Yep. No problem. All right. Not a problem. Right. You guys have a great rest of the day. All right. You too. Uh, next up, we have uh, Jonathan, I believe. Jonathan, you're with us? You there, Jonathan? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Well, check out his last video, and that's that. That carries what uh, the Jonathan Click came up with even further, and uh, there's no doubt all of this is being carried out by the Illuminati, and they've been doing it for years, and they're getting busted left and right. Well, you've shared a lot of good information and a lot of good channels, that's for sure. I mean, I, I want to check out this demonic, uh, you know, figure and see if, you know, it's something that may be real or, you know, it might be something that, you know, somebody created, but uh sounds very interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it, it, it sure is coincidental that the very day they put it up. He said this was the live feed feed on all the time. Pointing at that, pointing uh, at that, uh, at that square, square in Trafalgar, and that's where where the demons were captured. Right. Okay. So, I mean, well, and if you want to uh, call me back, if you forget any of these channels I'm telling you about and information, I'll give you my phone number. Um, actually, we have it because you called in, and uh, it, it gives us pretty much everybody's phone number. So we right. have Just it on the remember board. Right. Just remember the name Jerry McCurry. McCurry. Like Tom and Jerry. Jerry McCurry. Oh, Jerry McCurry. Okay. Very good. Yes, sir. And, uh, Alrighty, we righty. We appreciate you calling us. That's for sure. Well, well, uh, uh. I'd love to hear back from you and, and, uh, and, uh, and listen to your opinion on Thank you. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll definitely give you some input on it. That's for sure. And what was your name again? Uh, my name is Bobby, and then Becky's my co-host, and then, uh, of course, Tom Luzu from Bunker Report. Right. Right. That's what That's led me what to led you me was Tom. Tom. Uh, All right. Tom, Tom looks Right. Yeah, and, Tom, uh, Tom's my buddy. He's, a, he's I consider him my brother. You said you're in, said South, you're Carolina? in South Carolina? He, I, I'm sorry, again? Didn't you say you were, from, you South were from South Carolina? Uh, no. Actually, I'm from Chicago myself. Oh, and, well, uh, the first person I talked to said they were from South Carolina. Oh no, no, no! That that that's Paul. That's our uh, that's our um, the person that's running everything for us. He's the producer today. His name is Paul. He's from South Carolina. Okay, but you, Bobby, right? Bobby, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, any All right, questions, any questions comments, comments, you can uh, call, me uh, back call me back anytime. And uh, uh, I can also I can give you my email address, too. You know what? Well, um, we're going to actually take it offline um, because we actually have five minutes left in the show, and we want to be able to say our goodbyes and everything. So we're going to transfer it over to Paul, and Paul's going to get your contact info, Okay. 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 All right. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now. All righty. You know, Tom, yeah. it's been it's been one hell of a show, and what a way to yeah. end it, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a way to end it. Becky, come on in here. Unmute yourself. I'm right Tom, here, brother. I've never left you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know you haven't. Tom, it's been a pleasure. You know, my brother, I, I thank you so much for calling in and, and you know, and, and being the uh, – you know, being so resourceful and giving, you know, giving out so much information. Look at how many callers we had. Uh, that's something, is that? I, I'm just wondering about uh, the ones we didn't get to. Well, you know what? That, we we had people drop offline because they were waiting so long. Becky brought up so many good things that I wanted to talk about. We just don't have the time. Um, we were, um, you know, we, we had the pleasure of having Paul run the board for us and be our producer today. We're part of the WIN network. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know that we're still part of WIN, but we are, and Paul is part of the WIN network. He's actually head of the security, and he also does production for WIN. I want to thank Paul for helping us out today, and uh, he did a wonderful job bringing the callers in and out of here and, uh, you know, making it so much easier for us. So, yeah, Paul, thank you so much. And yeah. then uh, – Yep, and then you, of course. Thank you so much, Tom. You know, it, it, it's it's it, it was great to have you on here. Yeah, it's uh, it's been yeah, a while, and uh, a while and, uh, and whenever I can get on, I'm not when I don't have too much going on. You know, I'm always there, brother. Well, that's good to know. And uh, you know, I when I was talking to Becky about it the other day and said that we were going to have you on. You know, we were both very happy about that because we knew that there was so much that we could share and, you know, so much that we could talk about. And, you know, so many people would want to be interactive with it. And, I mean, I can't even tell you how many people we had calling in. You know, I, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I think we had probably, I don't know, 25 callers maybe? Wow. Wow. That's pretty big. <laughs> That's just what That's you can see on the board. You probably have a lot more than that. Oh, no, no, I'm talking about questions. I'm talking about questions. I'm not talking yeah. about callers. I'm talking about questions. Absolutely. Well, well, yeah, we covered a lot. That's uh, that's pretty pretty amazing. Tom, you know yep. you're one of my favorites, brother. You keep doing what you're doing. You see the hell out of the world with the truth. Keep it coming. They're either going to hear you or they're going to they're just going to be foolish and, and wait for disaster without warning. I thank you personally for what you do for me and my family. Thanks so much, Becky. Thanks so much. You always appreciate you too. Thank you so Alrighty, much. Brother. And I, I, I want to thank you for, you know, for taking time away from your family on your off day and, you know, coming in here and, and talking with us and cutting it up. And we look forward to the next time. I mean, we we look forward to every time that you come on. I mean, I can't, t- I can't tell you how many people send us emails and, you know, and, and send us messages. Hey, you know, when are you going to be able to bring Tom on? And, you know, can you bring yeah. him in and blah, 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 and, you know. We all got a lot of we all we all got a lot of love out here, man. It's because we uh, we share and we give a lot of it too, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. Keep doing what we're doing. Well, and uh, you're doing it very well, sir. I mean, you know, I, I we try to share as much as we possibly can on the uh, rage pages that you post. 
and uh, we will continue to do that in the future. Anybody that does not already um, is not already a um, a, a uh, person that's on Tom's page. It's Bunker Report on Facebook. Go to facebook.com uh, forward slash Bunker Report. And that's where uh, you're going to find a lot of people talking about the same type of stuff that we were just talking about. Tom, oh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Yep. yep. And uh, the show's about to cut here in a second, but I want to thank you again so much. And uh, I will send you a copy of the show. Absolutely. Definitely Absolutely. do that. Definitely Becky, do that. you take care. Okay. And you guys have a good evening. Sure will. Thank sure you again. Will. Thanks for having All me. All brother. One hell of a show, brother. Thank you so much uh, for putting <laughs> us together. Yep. Absolutely. I want to thank you all for being here, and Becky, you too. And I want to thank everybody that called in, everybody that listened, everybody that joined us. And uh, until next time, you've been listening to Rage Against the Regime podcast. Bye-bye for now. See you guys. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.